0: Welcome to this Monday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Barham, No McCready, Clark Ford Studio here. A busy week ahead. Ole Miss uh, playing the Grove Bowl this Saturday. A noon start to end the uh, exciting and storyline-filled spring football season that has been going on here the last month or so. Got uh, baseball having a uh, a four-game week. They play SEMO tomorrow in Oxford, who suddenly it's kind of an important game. Southeast Missouri with a 58 RPI. And then uh Mississippi State this weekend in uh in Oxford along with Double Decker and other stuff we'll take so thir- as it goes thursday on. Thursday
1: through Saturday series, correct? That is one hundred percent correct. The uh
0: yeah, Thursday through Saturday, and then they get back on the Friday, Saturday, Sunday train with Arkansas in Fayetteville. Gotcha. Next week. Three of Ole Miss's five remaining series at home, a m um, A and M, Missouri, and uh, Mississippi State this week. So uh that's sort of the uh, the table setter for today. We'll talk about that, some other stuff as well. Yes, the USFL season has started, but I cannot say I watched a snap of that. No, um, no, no, no. I, I no. didn't catch. I did not catch much USFL. I'm going to be honest. I like football. Uh-huh.
1: I like football a lot.
0: Yep. But I don't like it that much. Saw DeMarcus Gates had a sack. Good for DeMarcus. No, good for him. I saw that. Saw that highlight.
1: Certainly happy for
0: people. Saw something negative happen to Shea Patterson. I don't know.
1: What? He was bad, apparently. Was he?
0: Wasn't he the number one overall pick?
1: Wasn't of, he of, no, of the USFL? Yeah,
0: wasn't he number one and Tiama? Was number two.
1: That sounds right, but I I, I would not want to stake put, anything on that. I, I wouldn't want to bet much. No.
0: Okay. So, all right. Uh, so that's your table setter. That's What's going on? We'll get to uh, get to all that and more here coming up on the show. A show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway Six West in Oxford. The uh, Blue Sky location here locally, lunch special five sixty-nine, two sides of bread, thirty-two ounce drink, up and down on I-55 and throughout North Mississippi as well. And remember to to download the Exxon mobile app, take a picture of the QR code, you get a thousand bonus points for just downloading it. Thousand points equals ten dollars at the pump there with all blue sky locations in Mississippi. And again, you from the Clark Ford studio.
1: We are Clark Fords in Amory, Mississippi, six six two two five seven, nineteen hundreds that number. Call it, ask for uh, my buddy Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours, right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done. What I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662 257 1900. Call that number, and um, you'll find out. Corey wants to be your truck guy, he wants to be your car guy. He'll prove it to you when you call the number. Again, six six two two five seven nineteen hundred guests will join this week on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters on the Square in Oxford, a great place to grab a burger or a po' boy appetizer. Uh, great uh, beer selection, full bar, and more there at Rafters on the Square in Oxford, and also Rafters in New Albany.
0: So um, I think we actually have a nice week. I'm not going to stick on weather more than ten seconds, but it rained like a son of a gun the last forty eight hours. But I don't think it will again for. Like a full week. I think the rest of the, it's like 85 on Thursday or something like that. Yeah,
1: Friday. I saw where Saturday was going to be 85. Okay. Your weather report brought to you by – I'm pulling it up right now. Let's see. Uh, I
0: forgot to mention the Ole Miss basketball added a transfer from Loyola out of New Orleans. Um, Miles Burns has uh, transferred to Ole Miss. I'll have Neil break him down in a minute. Uh, he doesn't shoot well.
1: The shooting was pretty rough, it looks like. He's a like. defensive player. The other player that they had tried to get from Loyola, Reitzel, who I think was the big – He went s- to Marquette. He was the big scorer. Yeah, he was the NAIA player of the year. He went to Marquette. Okay. So we'll get to that too. I just forgot so, to throw that up in the – Or even Of course. Um, what was that? No, I didn't say anything. <laughs> um oh <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about – I was talking about golf. Okay. Um, pars and courses. Um you know me. I watch a lot of golf. Jordan Spieth won yesterday. Yeah, and he was par yeah. on a couple of the times, and he played on a course. He did. So I would say he was par for the course at times. Uh, today's sixty three, two percent chance of rain. Tomorrow sixty five and a one percent chance of rain. Uh, Wednesday high of seventy with a sixteen percent chance of rain. Thursday a high of eighty one with a twenty four percent chance of a shower. Friday high of eighty three. Saturday high of eighty four. So. It's almost as if summer is approaching. It is.
0: All right. I assume you want to start with baseball instead of basketball.
1: (laughs) I think we've covered basketball. That was it? I mean, unless you want to talk about the Celtics-Nets game one, which was, if you didn't watch it, my God, what a great basketball game it was. If we get seven, and this will be the end of the NBA commentary, if we get seven games of that series, we're blessed. Kyrie Irving flipping off the fans, playing out of his mind. Jason Tatum was phenomenal. It was a great. Celtics game. won, right? Celtics yeah. won on the final second. It was a great basketball game. That's that's your NBA commentary. Okay.
0: Um. So, Ole Miss wins on a Thursday in Columbia, South Carolina. Since we talked to you guys last, and then they, um, you warned them uh, in in your in my, thing on Thursday that hey. The next this. two days kind of got some stuff going on here. Yeah, Carolina look, they're not great. They're actually I mean, it was a it's a series that if Ole Miss is in play tournament <laughs> team, not, it should have won. They're not great. They're
1: not great. Well, that, is, that true. is accurate. That is accurate.
0: Um but they do have two arms who are starting pitchers. They have Noah Hall on, on they yeah. went on Friday, and they have Will Sanders, who's a really damn good arm on Saturday, yeah. and they will back end you. Now that's Ole Miss Vanderbilt and Texas that they've gotten blown out in openers and then won the next two. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a lot here. I'll let Neil take, take me through some of it. But they went on Friday, and then on Saturday, or sorry, they Thursday. went on Thursday, and right. then
1: Friday, I'm, whatever, you know what I meant. Hold on, stream, we got an issue here. Let's see if we're still. we okay? Um, I'm trying to stay on it. Okay. <sighs> let me switch providers real quick.
0: Anybody in the, uh, the stream, we good? Yes, no, No, we're maybe. not good.
1: We're not good? Not good. Okay, I think we're back. Hey, we're good. Continue. I think so. Hold on. Okay. Give it just a second here. To... I think we're back. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Yep. Okay. Yeah, people, we're back. Okay, good. We're having we're having issues with the one that we don't usually have yeah. issues with, and I'm coming up yeah i'm thankful to have the backup yeah the people back, who, backups are not bad things the people who have made fun of me for having two internet providers would not be laughing now
0: yeah that's true so okay they went on thursday played pretty well frankly it was one of the better played games they had all the way around doing delucia was really good we'll get to him here in a minute and then kind of in both ways that are microcosms of their season the next two days on friday It was as putrid of an offensive game as I have seen from any baseball team in a really long time. Ole Miss scores two runs, both on Tim Elko home runs. He goes four for four. The rest of the team goes two for 30. And
1: one of those was a one-for-one pinch hit.
0: Uh, Well, it was Dunhurst hitting a double.
1: That's right. right. Yeah, Dunhurst
0: came out of the game sliding.
1: That was his his lone at-bat. That was his lone at-bat.
0: And then – I guess quickly on that, he has a jam shoulder. Mike did not really have an update at the end of the game on Saturday. He obviously did not play. We'll get to that in a minute as well uh, on Saturday. So I don't really know what his availability is moving forward. So, I mean, they were horrid. They didn't walk. And even beyond not walking, they didn't face but two three-ball counts the entire game. I, I like It's a stat that I'm not sure I have I've, I've noticed or seen in a long time. They pitched well enough to win. Derek Diamond, frankly, was unlucky. He gives up a three run home run on a ball that was a pop-up that just kept carrying and got out to a very windy left field. To Mike's credit, when asked about it, he said, hey, we both play on the same field and we didn't do that. So, you know, it's more on the offense than Derek. Uh a wild pitch that bounced off Calvin Harris's shin guard was the fourth run they scored. Omis was plenty good enough to win that game on the mound on Friday. And then on Saturday they just didn't play well. I give them some guts to come back. I scored four in the ninth, had some weird decisions in that inning too. But yeah, it's just not enough. At the end of the day, everything they do is just not quite enough. Um, and I thought the main idea here, because there's no reason to get into minutia of every game, is that I think it, 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 some of it is by the situation with the roster because they have a development issue, they have a roster issue. There is a situation, though, where they're playing these like one game at a time, but that doesn't really work. You play series at a time, not a game at a time. Right. And when you get too over-eager in that way, they kind of got out-coached. They got out-managed. They didn't do a lot of things to win baseball games over the course of the weekend. And it comes off, whether it is or is not, frankly, like panic.
1: Yes. Because you're using Brandon
0: Johnson early. You're doing all these different things. I mean, Hunter Elliott doesn't even pitch on the weekend. Right. You don't throw him. Jack Doherty was great through two innings. He's a guy who can't extend. He's given you five against Auburn early in the year, and you just pull him for really no reason. They're doing starting pitching based off splits right now instead of just who has the best arms. I mean, surely to God, Dylan Delucia is going to pitch
1: this weekend. can, can Can we start there? Wherever you want. Go ahead. In the past, I haven't watched much college baseball, and I haven't been able to help here much. Sure. I'm gonna give myself credit here. I don't do that often. I have watched a lot of college baseball. I might have watched more SEC baseball very than you possible. have. Yes. Very You've possible. watched Ole Miss. Yeah. I've made sure that I watched Ole Miss, but I've also watched other teams. I sit in here and work and I've that TV has been a game changer for my baseball consumption. Because you get the stream now Because yeah, I stream yeah, yeah, yeah. games. I don't turn on the volume. I don't listen to the announcers because some of them got are just awful. Regardless, I turn the games on and I can watch some teams. Like I have some Educated thoughts on Tennessee and Vanderbilt and Florida and Arkansas and LSU. Mm -hmm. On Thursday night, I was in Tupelo. Carson had soccer. They had a long practice. We got there early so that he could get stretched and warmed and all that stuff. And rather than go do something unproductive, I went over to the track over there at Ballard Park and walked. Mm -hmm. Walked slash ran about 10 miles. Yep. Okay. I watched SEC baseball. I flipped between two games on my phone. I had uh, Ole Miss, South Carolina, which started at 6, and I had LSU, Arkansas, which started at 6.30. I only had my phone. I said, I'm not going to try to keep up with more than two games. I'm going to get the app confused, and it's going to freeze, right? Well, here's my take, and you'll have to help me with the names. Um. LSU Arkansas, the starting pitchers were. Uh, I believe it was Connor Nolan and Mikhail Hilliard. That's right. Hilliard. Yep. Both solid pitchers. Yeah. Solid. Uh, both, both, both are SEC starters. Sure. Neither one are your typical, I don't think, Friday night ace guy. Um, no one's got a chance to be that down the road because he's got some life on his fastball. Hilliard's got a really strong curve. He's a, got
0: that big curve, and he kind of pitches backwards the whole game. He does. It's, he kind of keeps
1: you a little off balance. He pitches backwards. But he's, he's not, not a dominant arm. No, but he's got that 12-6 yeah. curve that for young hitters I think is – is uh, It's the college version of a
0: Barry Zito kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, again, yeah. very college version of that sort of but thing. But
1: he's real solid. Yeah. They, they both went deep into the game. Um, Nolan was really good against LSU the first time through, which is doing something because that lineup is very talented. Mm-hmm. And uh, LSU got to him in the sixth, if I recall. And uh, Arkansas just sort of pecked away at Hilliard. He had some control issues. and Anyway, it was a very good game. Arkansas won 5-4, but that's not the point. I was watching the Ole Miss game at the same time. Ole Miss kind of dominated South Carolina that night with Delusha on the mound. And the the thought hit me somewhere around mile eight, why is he not pitched every Friday? And I know it's easy to go second guess, but nope, I'm not second guessing. What I'm asking is, why did he, who's got basically the same skill set, if you were to put in a in a vacuum, take the uniforms away, and just go watch these three dudes pitch – I don't know that you'd separate them with much. Delusia does some things well that the others don't. The others, I think Nolan throws a little harder than Delusia does, and I like Hilliard's curveball better than either one of their curves. But they're all solid SEC starters. Well, Arkansas, to its credit, has pitched Nolan all year. LSU, to its credit, has pitched Hilliard all year. Ole Miss, to its discredit, has not used Delusia that way. And when you watch him pitch you go, "Well, why the hell not?" And I think it's a more than fair
0: criticism. And it's not even all year, it's especially last week against Alabama. Like because he does what he did against Kentucky, he gave you a really good start and then you don't you admit it, basically you don't have starters. We're just trying to figure it out. And instead of against Alabama going, Hey, you know what? He had a hell of a week. Let's reward him. He's our best arm right now. He's had our best start of the season at this point. Yeah. I mean, to this point of the season, Dylan Delucia has gone at least six innings in an SEC game three times. The rest of the roster, zero. Exactly. And you, you know
1: you have pitching issues. Why not let him He also
0: potentially could lengthen you to save some of your bullpen the rest of the
1: weekend. Well, even is it was my point, right? Even if you lose the game on a Friday night, and you're gonna lose some Friday night games yeah, in the sure. SEC, there's there's different losses. The loss where you get beat and your starter gets you into the seventh or into the eighth, and, yeah, you lose a 7-4 to four game, but you didn't eat up your quality arms at the back of your bullpen. You saved them for the next two days. It's It's an L, but it's not as painful an L as having to get into your bullpen and deplete it over the course of a Friday night where you get slaughtered. Right? I mean, there's different Ls. There's, there's a reason that some, some losses hurt more than others. The fact that he's their one guy who's been able to consistently give you depth and, and, and you haven't used him, length I guess is the better term, is is beyond me, frankly. And I watched that. I, I thought it was a fair comparison. I ran it by you the next day, and I think you thought, yeah, yeah that's, yeah, not, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, He's the same kind of arm as those guys. Yeah, he didn't pitch against Alabama
0: because he throws with his right arm. He came out of the bullpen, which, frankly, he kind of admitted on Thursday night he's not overly comfortable with. He said the right things. But I think it was Nick Suss who asked him, said, hey, you know, obviously, what does the mentality change? However you ask that question, starter versus reliever. Right. And he basically said, I've been a starter my entire life and kind of stopped and then said, but I'll do whatever job I'm asked. Oh, sure. Duh. But there was a clear, hey, I'm really more comfortable doing this. You have a routine, especially with clean innings and that kind of deal. So oh, when you're things. a guy
1: that can get you six, seven innings, you 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 are a starter, and starters have routines. They like to eat the same thing at lunch and get started at the same time. And bullpen guys are different. You don't. And he got bombed against Alabama out of the pen. He did. He did not pitch well. He gave up four runs
0: in an inning against Alabama out of the pen. So he doesn't like the pen. Um. But you look otherwise, since league play started, 3.1 innings of relief against Auburn, two runs, he was fine. Uh, Struck out five, only walked one. Against Tennessee, he pitched better than his line shows. He he gave him 6.2 against Tennessee. Gave up five runs, but was okay. But that's my point. That's my point. So he
1: he would have been – you'd have been better off starting him and letting him get you into the seventh inning and you save your bullpen for later in the weekend.
0: And then one run against Kentucky – in 6.1 – and that might, that might have even been unearned now that I look at it. It's unearned. And then 7.2 against South Carolina, giving up one one run. I mean, he should – He threw 118 pitches. He should get the
1: ball Thursday night, no matter what. And I think he will. And he should get it the next Friday night. Yeah, it shouldn't be a one-off if he has no, a bad day. He's, just, he's your ace at this point. Whether Everybody goes, well, you don't have an ace. Well, yeah, you kind of do. He's your best pitcher. He's your most effective pitcher that – Makes him your ace. (laughs) Sometimes this baseball stuff, people overthink it, and I think Mike is guilty of overthinking this team. Having watched them, I do. I think he thinks too much.
0: Especially right now when he's having to manage in a way that he's not used to managing. It's so uncomfortable and foreign to him that he's
1: even more whatever. Life's about adjustments. Do you think ten years ago we were going to be live streaming every day? Probably not. Okay. You know, sometimes you got to make adjustments.
0: <sighs> yeah, I mean, you have got Delusia, you've got, got Elliot not throwing at all, which just makes no sense. I mean, it, it's 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 it defies logic. And then the next thing, and second, we'll, we'll we'll go to break. We'll come back in a second with this because I'm I'm going to be here for a minute on some of these decisions that he made on Saturday. Um. There's a story up real quick before I do that. I kind of looked at their road to what a postseason birth would look like. I'll have some bigger stuff as the week goes on, but today wasn't the day for a couple different reasons. Um, they've got to get to 13 and 17, and they have an RPI problem. Their RPI is 55 right, right now. Right. I actually think as of today, they probably have to get to 14. And I do too. I don't think 13 and 17 does it. Their path to 14, it, well, nine and six.
1: Yeah, the rest and, of the and, way. And it, it, you got three games in Fayetteville. You've got three games in Baton Rouge. You've got Mississippi State, Missouri, and, and the Texas A&M team that I've watched a little they're bit okay. this year, and they're they're pretty gritty. Yeah, And Missouri doesn't suck. No. No. They're not good, but they don't suck. They're not terrible. Yeah. The teams that – again, we'll, we'll, we'll do The bottom same. of the league is better. The whole league is smashed together. Yes. You have
0: Tennessee and Arkansas, and the league is smashed together. Yeah. Tennessee, Arkansas, and then –
1: because Georgia's hurt, I'm yeah. not throwing them in that thing with cannonballs. Well, Georgia's nine and six, and you've got Alabama at eight and seven, Auburn at eight and seven, um, Vanderbilt at seven and eight, A and M at eight and seven, LSU at seven and eight. That's that's a lot of a lot mediocrity of. crammed into a group. You've got Mississippi State at six and nine and has a pulse. Yeah, sort of. This weekend's kind of scary for Ole Miss, really, because if you don't win two this weekend, mm-hmm. there is no path. Yeah, you're, you're talking about just a ridiculous Yeah, now you're getting of, into fantasy land. I mean, yeah. you're like, okay, well, we could go to Arkansas you can go and sweep. go sweep them oh, Okay, sweep them. sure. Yeah, right. The odds of you sweeping in Fayetteville are not good. Yeah. Podcasts brought to you in part by Community
0: Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis, so you're going to underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com.
1: Um, Dead is going to have an event in Oxford on Friday. I just remembered that I needed to update that here. I'm going to get that to you. You, uh, their their founder is going to be right outside of Nielsen's. Is it Nielsen's or Nelson's? I've lived here all of my <laughs> life. It's per, it's spelled Nielsen's, but I think it's Nelson's. Yeah, but right? nobody actually does that. So right, it's 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 colloquial or whatever you'd like to call <laughs> it. It's fine. That
0: store. I don't think Will Lewis cares. You're good. Anyway. No, Will's good. Yeah. yeah. He likes us. <laughs> <It's fun.
1: laughs> I've spent enough money there. He, he likes me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Carson needed a sport coat and Laura was like, should you shop online? I'm like, Oh God, no, no, no. We're just going to go get, just one. Go get one. we're just going to go get one. Okay. So anyway, he'll be there. Uh, Jason Simmons. I'll get that information to you, um, on the website and also on this podcast, um, here in the next day or so. But, uh, they will be, an event. I think it's one to five on on Friday at uh, Dead Soxie. You can check out all of their latest stuff as they get kind of kick off the double decker weekend a little bit. Twenty five percent off at uh, DeadSoxy with the promo code Rebel Grove at checkout. My ten weekend thoughts are up. They're brought to you by Game Changer patches. They're the only two patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm up patch is used before or while you drink. Overtime patches used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next place. Go to GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. ACS is owned by my friend Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. It has a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL 508A panel shop. ACS can custom tailor software packages, custom design, electrical control, panel solutions, and much, much more. It is a a full-service AutoCAD services provider and a full-service fiber-optic cabling solution provider. Go to acsllcms.com for more or call 662-601-4381. We're brought to you by Lammons Fine Jewelry. Lammons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford has been serving the Oxford area for basically three-quarters of a century from engagement rings to wedding rings to fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Lammons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at lamonsfinejewelry.com, or call them at 662-234-2777. And uh, if you missed it, go back and uh, watch Hand Raise Guys on, uh, on Thursday afternoon for Friday. Uh, Eric Edholm of Yahoo was kind enough to join. We talked NFL Draft, talked about Matt Corral, Snoop. Uh, Connor, Jerry Ely Chance Campbell, and more. That was brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products and services. We were talking weather earlier. It's about to get hot. You want to make sure that air conditioner is ready to roll. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429.
0: Podcast was brought to you by Johnston Hill Creamery, small batch artisanal cheese and fermentations here locally in Oxford. They make it all in-house just off Molly Bar on White Oak Lane. They also have charcuterie, a bakery, catering, grazing tables, and more. They run cheese classes. You can find out all the different options at johnstonhillcreamery.com or on Instagram at johnstonhillcreamery or send them an email cheese at Creamery.com again, 662-419-9201. So (coughs) the catcher thing on Saturday. Critical pass ball from Kemp Alderman ends up leading to the uh, the winning run for South Carolina coming in there in the ninth inning. But that's not Kemp's fault. Kemp is not caught in a game of at least any meaning, and I don't recall him catching in one period, but there may have been an inning against a non con somewhere that I don't that I don't remember. But you know Calvin Harris has been banged up. He has had an oblique, it's very possible he's played a pretty good bit. Like it, it's it, it's 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 not out of the realm that you potentially could be down to one catcher. With him, I mean, obviously Dunhurst at any point could get hurt, even though you don't necessarily expect it, but he's coming off a hand injury. I mean, there's lots of stuff here. And Mike is never emptying his bullpen over the course of an entire weekend. I, I think one of the, the you know, we, we can do some second-guessing on different managerial pinch-hitting and stuff, because baseball is ripe with a lot of that stuff from hindsight. But from a roster makeup standpoint, there's... There's no reason that you wouldn't take Knox LaPoser, put him on the active roster, and have an extra catcher versus a pitcher who was not going to throw. Right. And it came back and bit them. It did. Because, frankly, Knox has hung around. He's been a good soldier. He could catch at a lot of Division One schools. He, he is a very, very, very
1: good catcher. And they had to pinch it there in the ninth because you had to – if you don't score there, the game's over. Yeah, I, I don't like look, when Van Cleve hit a double. I'm not even yeah. playing that game or criticizing that.
0: You had to get to a point.
1: But had you had Laposer, you could have put him into catch at that point. Correct. And instead of getting the pass ball that moved the runner because to Because
0: you hoe, know you're gonna burn you know you're not even gonna let Van Cleve run. So if he gets on, you're gonna have to pinch run somebody. I think they pinch ran Derek Diamond. And then you're going to have to catch somebody because he's not catched. So, I mean, Alderman was your only choice, but then that's not on Alderman in a critical situation to have a pass ball in a position he doesn't play. Right. Like that's – No, of course not. You don't take in a pitcher that you know is probably not going to pitch and, and you maybe, play, you and take
1: Knox LaPoste. might even affect the way you call pitches. Well, sure. You can't bury one. I mean, you know, he's scared of it. Hey, block this up. You've not done this all year. Good luck. Oh, by the way, if he, if he scores, we lose. It's not the third inning of a twelve to one game against McNeese. kinda of critical at the moment. <laughs> you know, so the runner moves up to third and sacrifice scores him and you know the rest. You got
0: that. Um he takes out Leatherwood, who had two hits. He pinch hits Peyton Shotney, hits into a double play, then an inning. Um, it felt like tinkering to tinker. Um you know, could there be some statistical reason? I, I don't know, but it felt like tinkering to tinker at that point. Um, Everything just got managed so strangely. It, it it got managed like it was the end of the world, one game, game seven of the World Series, and then you kind of feel that and feed off of it. I mean, I thought it's another weekend too, and look, they all know it. They all feel it. They You know, look, how much the players understand that they're potentially playing for their coaches' jobs, I have no idea. It's impossible for me to say that one way or the mm-hmm. other. But that is sitting here on the backdrop of at least social media, if nothing else. And they know that they're sucking right now. But, you know, Kevin Graham, hey, y'all stick with this. He still has kind of a, hey, we're going to do – like there's every weekend there's this RF from the players of, hey, we know we got to turn this around. But at some point it's just on your head and you're not playing well at that point. I mean, you don't turn it around by pressing. You don't turn it around by talking about it all the time. Just got a pretty weird feel right now. Yeah, baseball is is not a
1: press game.
0: No, it's a long just Yeah. Baseball's
1: the whole marathon, not a sprint thingy. You know? You don't finish the marathon in mile thirteen. Gotta keep going. You have some milestones along the way, but you gotta kinda gotta keep rolling. You don't kick into gear until the end. But look you wrote about it, I wrote about it. They they're out of time. They've put themselves kind of in a bad spot where suddenly even some of the midweek games matter from an RPI standpoint, from a just trying to make the tournament standpoint. And then look, it's the story. It's the it's the elephant in the room, the gorilla in the room, whatever animal you want to choose. And from. then, real quick, let me say this again: okay. the
0: selection committee considers the Governors Cup an SEC game. They so you, play thirty-one. So play thirty-one.
1: SEC so you need to go fourteen and seventeen in the league. Yeah, at worst. However, you get there. Yeah. So, here's the thing, though, right? Coming into the season... Yep, real quick. One more Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Chase please don't go
0: there. No, no, you're good, but I, w- I don't want to forget this. You can read this in the story, but for the people who don't, because I know not all of you will. I would love if you did, but you won't. Uh, of teams who don't get to 15 and 15, you get in at 14 and 16, typically, if you have a top 40 RPI. That's right. sort of the cutoff for that. The only team since 2008 who is gotten in with a worse RPI than 40 and only had 14 wins, is a and in 2014 with a 42 RPI. Right. But they went 10-10 and 10 against the top 25 in the country. That was the reason they got in. Well, and then, frankly, the flimsiest resume in the last 15 years of getting in was Alabama last year. There was no business for them getting in. They went 12-17 and 17 in the league but had a 36 RPI. That got them in, and then they won two games in Hoover. And, look, the committee does not put a lot of stock on Hoover. But if you're really, really fringy, it can push you
1: over if you hang around for a minute. Well, for Ole Miss at 14 – for Ole Miss to get the 14 or 15 wins, they're going to have to beat some good teams.
0: And Ole Miss has a reputation to potentially help if it gets to it. Sure. To ask for a favor. Um, But here was my point. Yeah, sure. Go ahead.
1: Before the season, we talked about how they had to get to – this was Omaha or bust. That was the consensus. For Ole Miss, typically, to get there, they have to host a regional – well, they've never won a road regional. Undermine for, for them to get to a host at this point is—we're not even in that. It's not realistic. I mean, it's thirteen and two down the stretch it or is. something like that. I mean, it's not—not not, it's not happening. Um, the end of the day is all of this conversation about the minutia of the game. Is it? Is it a waste of time? I mean, is it over? This doesn't appear to be a team that's winning a regional. This does not appear to be a team that's winning a super regional. This this doesn't well, no, look, look I, like I, one I of those teams. I don't think so. And like that's not
0: even my hesitancy of an, avoiding it. I've just been doing this a long time. The last thing you want to do is take two weeks and do nothing but that conversation, and sure. they go six and zero, oh and you go, "Oh well, hell, right, okay, now, sure, forget what I've said for the last." Because I mean, Auburn and night in, in nineteen. I'll take the odds
1: on six and zero. Oh, I get way.
0: it. Auburn in nineteen goes fourteen and sixteen in the SEC, and they end up in Omaha. Okay. So there's there it's happened. Sure, that was a team with an 11 RPI and Tanner Burns on the mound. I
1: don't see those things.
0: Right, it's a different
1: animal. No, I mean, look, the only in the SEC, and I've watched them that all. That would my eyes that have been burned. Yes, Burns. Yeah, go ahead. I've watched them all. Tennessee looks like an Omaha team. Arkansas looks kind of borderish. Not crazy about some of their metrics, but they appear to be putting it together at times. That's it. The uh, Georgia does not look like an Omaha team. Alabama, Auburn. Yeah, Georgia has a chance if Cannon is healthy, but I've heard no update on him. At no. All. That's about it. I mean, I don't. I, LSU, I don't think has enough pitching to to be that team. They 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 could hit their way there, but that takes a certain draw and a certain yeah, thing. Uh, Florida. Florida's as good of a 6 and 9 SEC team as I've seen, but they're 6 and 9 for a reason. That's it. I mean, yeah, Florida and Vanderbilt are very talented and very flawed. This feels like an easy year for the grow the game committee to have their way. <laughs> it does. It feels like a really easy year and like Arkansas's RPI is is such that Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think their RPIs like in the upper twenties. Pretty quickly, so I mean they could even screw them on a national seed standpoint. They'll host. And frankly, they might not deserve a national. They might not. That's what I'm saying. I've I mean, I've I've watched them some, and I mean, I've they're
0: kind of weird. Yeah, so I said they're they're good. RPIs in the league right now: Tennessee one, Georgia three, but they got to hold on. They're interesting because if they could get to seventeen and thirteen, Georgia, they'd have a. Outside national seed choice, sure. if they could hold that RPI, yeah, sure. not likely, but possible. Okay. Vanderbilt has a number twelve RPI right now, so you get them to, you know what I mean. That's Vandy's still alive. They need to start winning. They are Florida at eleven, South Carolina at sixty-two. That was just a terrible series loss. Missouri at twenty-nine gives Ole Miss a resume opportunity right there in Columbia, Missouri, right now. Yeah, or at home. At yeah, uh, Kentucky at seventy. They they're, no, they're, they're not. bad. Yeah. Arkansas at 19, that's oh, not so good enough. so they've moved up. Yeah, nineteen's still not good enough, but there's time, they've, you're fine. They've got
1: a shot, sure.
0: Auburn at 27, A&M at 36, Alabama at 30, mm-hmm. LSU at 33, State at 80, and Ole Miss at 55. Mm. State's in deep shit. Oh, yeah, State, that's the thing, I mean, if you're... State's got to get to... State's got to get to this weekend. State's got to get to 15 wins to get in. Yeah. Because that RPI is just too low. There's a chance Ole Miss has to
1: get to 15 wins with an RPI in the 50s.
0: But I think if you get to
1: 14, the RPI won't be in the 50s. Right.
0: Because while you don't play a bunch of really high teams, like they don't have a Tennessee or a Georgia left that's really up there, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Florida. you got a bunch of teams in the 20s and 30s to give you some wins and help. And you don't have really a bomb. State's the only bomb, and they're at 80. I mean, even your non-cons, SEMO's at 58 or 57. Southern Miss is at 13. Now, you need – heavy rain in Jonesboro, Arkansas, when you play the 230 Red Wolves here in a few weeks. But they also have two games to make up. And while I think you need to play both of – you need to play two games, you can't play anybody that sucks. So it makes no sense to go Schedule Valley or North Alabama or something. You've got to, it's, it's a weird thing here. Frankly, I'd ask Simo if they want to play two.
1: I was going to say, what's Louisiana Tech's RPI? I'm sure it's fine. I mean, good enough. I mean –
0: yeah, like you need an RPI game.
1: You almost call and go, hey, can we come to Rustin for two days?
0: But i do. No, I don't have pitching. I got some problems because two more games and it, you're – got to find wins. We're fixing one problem to have another problem a little bit.
1: But, yeah, Southern Miss at 13 right now. What is Tech? Can you find them? Yeah, sure. So I think they're second in that conference. Right? 41. Yeah, there you go.
0: Dan has an RPI problem. And as we transition to that, I think you've – You've hurt your – not today, just in general. <laughs> I was like, wow. You well, let Dan ready get a little here. less pissed off because COVID and things have, have run their course to an right. extent from a stadium standpoint. Dan McDonald, the Dan Louisville McDonald, coach. That's right. correct. Sorry. I think, I think we're in first-name basis with our podcast listeners That's probably point. um But this is a problem that he runs into a lot that I do think is one of the reasons if he does jump at some point Ole Miss or elsewhere, sure. it's why. He's 9-6 and six in the ACC in good shape and has a 43 RPI. That league on those weekends where you don't play the top teams right. just beats the shit out of you. Like yeah. it just it kills sure. you. So that's one thing there with that. Um, you know, South South Alabama is a top fifty team. Go to Mobile for a day. Tulane is a top fifty team. Go to New Orleans. I mean, yeah, you You already going to Baton Rouge? Stop on the way.
1: Well, no joke. Go to go to Mobile for a day and then go to go play Tulane for a day. See if you can get a W. I mean, wouldn't? It's a thought. Wouldn't be the worst idea. In the you world. Can go to Ruston before you go to Baton Rouge. I mean,
0: Middle Tennessee's sixty three. We'll meet you in Jackson. Yeah, do something. Like I'm, I, 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 I feel like you got to play some schedule, games Don't here. schedule like Valley or something. Uh, well, no, that just hurts you. Yeah, that does you no good. You're better off not playing the game. I got to use pitching, and it's not doing me any favors. Well, then. Yeah. Why am I doing that? I mean, it's like I mean, going for a ten mile run, knowing it's not going to burn a calorie. I mean, sure, but
1: no way. Guess if you enjoy the not doing that. Guess
0: if you enjoy the solitude, feel free. But when I do the
1: run, I'm all I'm thinking about is the calories. It's <laughs> the only reason I'm doing it. <laughs> another calorie, another calorie, yeah. another calorie. How many so. have I burned now? Okay, good. Yeah.
0: That's where this thing is. Um I'll think of something else. Baseball related in a second, probably. But uh before we do that, I'll tell you about GNM Pharmacy, 662 236 2222 right there on South Lamar and Oxford. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they're also available in Holly Springs with Tyson Drugs on the square in Holly Springs. So Let them be your new community pharmacy. You can call. You can get everything switched over. You don't have to stay with a big box store. They will help you out. So, again, that is M right there on South Lamar
1: in Oxford, 662-236-2222. The College Corner is your one-stop Rebel shop, two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, just go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or home-gating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle, based in Madison, Mississippi. They've got more than 20 clients, advisors in multiple states as well. They uh, specialize in investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. Uh, Go to MyPinWealth to learn more. It's mypinwealth.com. Brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. I've been telling you about John for a long time. If you uh, want a vacation that creates a lifetime of unique memories, I suggest you get in touch with John. Just give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He's going to give you options that you're not going to find on your own. 901-494-3387 or jedwards at regencytravel.net. Brought to you by OPA, Oxford's newest restaurant on the square. Delicious menu featuring gyros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio, and more. 306 South Lamar, just south of the Square Courthouse in Oxford. Brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, that's the place to go. They have a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles, great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. I'll have a mailbag up on... um. Wednesday at some point, it's brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan, incorporated realtors serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. And we're brought to you by service Specialist staffing, and recruiting agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, whether you're seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they have opportunities across the board in multiple fields. And even if you don't know what you're looking for, they can help you. Their goal is to get to know you, your strengths, see what you're looking for in your next career move to help you find the right fit. It's free for the candidate. All conversations are kept confidential. So you have nothing to lose by giving them a call. It's Will, Sydney, or Kelsey at 662 832 5138, or check out their new and improved website at ServiceSpecialistLTD.com.
0: I guess it's brought to you by Visit Oxford. visitoxfordms.com. Double Decker just days away. Plenty of different uh, options for your entertainment this weekend. Again, Grove Bowl, Miss Bisteddle, Miss Baseball, and uh, Double Decker. So go to the website. Again, visitoxfordms.com. See all the different events around Double Decker, the times, the music performance, the schedule for, uh, for the music art vendors and uh plenty of other items this weekend. So again, visit OxfordMS.com.
1: Jeffrey Parrott points out in the thread it's tax day. Have you already made your tax payments? Are you done? Uh no. No. You're not no, done? No.
0: no, no, no. Typically not ever done
1: today. You file for the extension or yeah, not? Typically almost always.
0: But you still technically owe. You pay interest on
1: whatever yeah. that point that I'm doesn't, exu- that doesn't actually, absolve you from the uh from I, the payment. I cut all of my checks last week.
0: Yeah, no, you seen, you. We, I was you, very pleased. That, you were a little high, strong there for a day or so. So I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cancelled vacations, the whole deal. Yeah, uh-huh. that was fun. That was fun to be around. <laughs> uh,
0: let's see. Today's
1: the 18th. That's where you drive around in the car. You go. Are you paying? Are you paying? Are you paying?
0: Uh, let's see. If anything of crazy interest. Vanderbilt's gonna get he- he- healthy this weekend. They're gonna go to Lexington and sweep Kentucky, and that'll put them right back on a good road. They'll be ten and eight and you know, off and running for the Commodores. Uh Auburn gets a chance to stay in this thing, they got South Carolina this weekend yeah. on the plains. Yeah. Arkansas and AM's an interesting series. It's in college station. Chance there for the
1: Aggies a little bit. Yeah. Chance. Chance.
0: Missouri LSU, Georgia, Alabama. Tennessee in Gainesville this
1: week. LSU gets Missouri at
0: home. LSU gets Missouri at home.
1: Oof. That's correct. Kind of their moment. Yeah, might want to do it now. So those are your Man, uh, the middle of that lineup. Dylan Cruz, Barry, Barry, new guy. It's a, it's a. Dylan Cruz can play for my team anytime he wants. You like him? That dude's That's good. Guy. He is something else.
0: Yeah, they have the best middle of the order in the country. They don't have the deepest overall order, but they've got the deepest middle. Got yeah. The best middle,
1: either one of the third basemen in that LSU Arkansas series can come play for me.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of guys there between those OSU guys. I love me some Bobby Moore. Um, mm-hmm. There's there's a lot there. Yeah. Arkansas currently eleven and four in the SEC. They have a pretty comfortable lead. Auburn at eight and seven. A and M at eight and seven. Yeah, Alabama eight and seven. LSU seven and eight. State six and nine. Ole Miss ten.
1: What about Vitello? Did you see Vitello lose his mind? Four game suspension. Yeah, you no intention to They'll
0: schedule like a bunch of midweek games this week to make sure they get him back on Friday. Well,
1: they, did, they didn't need him yesterday. Um, you can't go bump the umpire. Come on, he's he's high strong. Their team is high strong. It's but they're really good. They're great. They're by far the best team in the country.
0: They did lose a game. Bama beat them on Thursday night or Friday or whenever it was. They, I do wonder a little bit if they face. If, now, look, maybe they're too good to get a ton of adversity. Right. But when they do, we've talked about this. Whoever had the quote, the, ba- the, the the basketball coach, you don't need a team full of nothing but assholes, and you don't need a team full of nothing but guys who drink milkshakes. And they kind of tend more the former way. I mean, it's almost all that direction. Yeah. That pops you a little if you get into whatever, because it starts almost combusting on itself. Right. I, don't, I love that they have a couple, because frankly, Ole Miss needs a couple. But... You might you, you get into a point where you might have too many, and they're 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 verging on that. I mean, everything is high, strung everything is a problem. And if you well, again, if, if somebody, somebody like, punches you back in the mouth,
1: yeah, Alabama beats like them. Alabama problem. beats them, and they're all upset that Alabama had the audacity to celebrate. Come on, were they upset or was Wes upset? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wes Rucker, noted baseball expert, who's been covering a ton of all's baseball over the last decade, give me a. Epic break. <laughs> are you guys on the outs? I don't even know the guy. He I, I heard his feelings in two thousand fourteen is the only time we've ever had a conversation.
1: What'd you heard his feelings about?
0: Well, he went into this big long Twitter thing in fourteen about how Derek Barnett
1: dominated Laramie and it was like
0: What are the sacks? He wasn't even on him. Well no, I, I, okay.
1: Didn't Ole Miss win that game 30 something to nothing?
0: Tennessee had zero rushing yards in that game 31 to 3, 34 to 3, something like that. Uh, he. <laughs> 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 Neil knew what he was doing. I pointed on the message board that I might like him least of any
1: media entity in the SEC. You said he was the worst beat writer ever, the most homerish beat writer ever. And I just said, look. I had a context to it of why I. No, you the did. The category and the way I was framing. My. my My only argument was not saying you were wrong. I was just saying that is not an award that can just be passed out. That is an award that must be discussed by a committee. And there are other people who I believe are worthy of being in that conversation.
0: There are several. It's almost like regions, (laughs) if you will. One seeds. Yeah, he is not the biggest homer in the league as far as doing things and whatever. Right. He is the worst because... He will do all those things, argue that he doesn't, and then lecture you on professionalism out of the next breath. Yes. He's Big J journalist until he's wearing his orange underwear. Yeah. Which is always. Yes. And gets hurt, gets offended, gets like – it's very high strong. Has he ever come He celebrated the week before Tennessee having the kid who basically showboated touching the plate with one finger and taunting the other team as he scored. That was cool, but now Alabama cheers a win, and oh shit, we got a problem.
1: Like, <laughs> hold on, what?
0: <laughs> I've never wanted a team to go zero to two in Omaha more.
1: I, I, oh I, I'm, sure, I'm, 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 I'm. I would enjoy a super regional disaster. <sighs> of all the teams, I mean, they're they are of the fourteen SEC teams, they are the least likable.
0: Oh, baseball team? Oh, they're they the share. least likable in a decade. Yes. I mean, they they make those Vandy teams look interesting and fun and cordial. Yeah, I mean, some of the teams in the
1: middle that we talked about are kind of likable teams. I mean, they're, they they play hard, try hard, all that stuff. You know, like A&M, Alabama, those are kind of hard not to like them a little bit. They They try really hard.
0: I have no real interest in Tennessee's athletics either way. It's not a team that I follow in right. any of the three sports. But when they lose, I will go to West's Twitter feed and enjoy every. He second struggled
1: of it. with the basketball thing too, right? When that ended,
0: yeah, because we just get silent sometimes.
1: We just stopped. Right. Oh, Got him. Are we? Get are are we Vols are backing already oh, football? With football because of Nico? I haven't looked. I don't know. I'm I don't follow. Sure. I don't follow him on Twitter.
0: Oh, I don't anymore. I just go there when I need a then I need a hit because I can't. if they're winning, I can't. Like I couldn't handle baseball play by play from him right now. Like, oh,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the, I noticed that there were a lot of tweets from that game Friday. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like it felt like just you're just pushing, you're prodding it along. That's usually a telltale sign for me. Is if if someone's almost live tweeting the game. They're cheering.
0: Or they're, they're actually trying to fidget. Right, so they're I mean, nervous and yeah, they're trying I mean. to. They're, they're cheering. Because I I used to mute a bunch of state beat
1: writers during state games. Strike two. It's a ball.
0: I don't even play about play sometimes.
1: Yeah. Bitching about umpires a lot. Not just a little, but a lot usually is a sign. There are signs that are usually there. But they're
0: really good. They're really good. You can't bump an umpire. No.
1: It's Tony Stick. I mean, it just is what it is at this point. And he went after him in a way that he knew uh, maybe he was trying to fire his team up. I don't know.
0: They oh. need fired up?
1: They just lost a game. Maybe he was worried they were going to lose two. I don't know. They scored a ton of runs the last two days. Yeah. Yeah, Alabama doesn't have a deep staff.
0: No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, Bama's flawed. Sure. I think of Bohannon is saving his job. He's done a really good job with this team. He's a good coach. Yeah, he's It done is a, a hard job. He's done a good job with this it's team. It's the hardest job in the league outside of Missouri, which doesn't even count. So, it, no, it's, it's a really, really hard job. It's one of the reasons the people who would like Butch Thompson to potentially be at Ole Miss and would want Ole Miss to chase him because Ole Miss is a better version of Auburn. And he's done a really good job at Auburn, and they think that he can do something similar here. That's that, that that's the reasoning behind that. So no, Tennessee's good. We're all just gonna watch them host a regional, win a regional, maybe lose at some point. Maybe that'd be fun. Yeah, maybe Louisville will go in there and knock them off in a super.
1: You missed the football scrimmage. Did you feel like you were really missing out after I told you kind of the highlights of Saturday?
0: What do you anticipate? And I I get I'm saying something as a joke here, but I'm actually not too. In all seriousness, what do you anticipate Saturday looking like?
1: A um, scrimmage-y practice. I don't think...
0: Arkansas and state both cancel theirs, right? Uh Last Saturday. So Arkansas got
1: had two excuses. Um they're getting what's the name of the stadium? Reynolds Razorback. Yeah, correct. They're getting it ready for a Garth Brooks concert that's coming up like in the next few days. And then it rained hard. Yeah. So they just moved inside and had a practice and called it a day. I don't know but I don't I don't know what state did. Um Look, I think Lane is like most coaches. If he could not have a spring game, I think he'd not have a spring game. Um, they've got some injuries on offense. It's why I, I, you watch the scrimmage on Saturday inside the Manning Center, and you're like, boy, this offense is in trouble. And then you go back and go, "Hey, hang on, stop. Mingo didn't practice. Knox didn't practice. Trigg didn't practice. Evans didn't practice. That's a lot. Now, are there some concerns up front? I think there are. Um, but are remember,
0: there, the, when the tight ends don't play, you get no help. You're on an island yeah. with your
1: five. Casey Kelly was out there, but but he's more of a run game guy. And look, it's like I wrote this. The defense in, has, has seen this offense 12 practices now. They might have a clue what's coming. And they're scheming a little. Y- yeah.
0: And I, I mean, Lightly. I yeah. mean, they're not drawing up blitz packages. But, but
1: what are you going to see Saturday at? I doubt if they divide the team into two.
0: Matt Jones, Bo Will
1: Miller. I think you'll see a lot of that, especially the second, the second half of the practice. I think Ray Vinson. got to get you. You just you're not going to win a game in in April, but you could screw one up. Obviously, the quarterbacks won't be live. People are going to go and they're going to watch the quarterbacks and they're going to pick them apart. But if there is no receivers any more than what they have right now, I don't know that it's entirely fair. And they're probably best three receivers are not on the field. Assuming Deion does end up here. Yeah. And so, look, I think this I'm convinced this quarterback thing goes into August. And and if you told me it goes into September, I'm not even a little surprised. Not not even not even a little bit. If you told me that they are alternating some series in the first couple of games, I completely believe it. Because if you watch them, and I've watched them now four times, so that's my that's my sample size, that's it, and I'm not a quarterback evaluator. But I can see results or lack thereof. Dart's decision making simply must improve for him to play successfully at the SEC level. Period. It must get better. Um Still high and across the middle. Yeah, and and, and just just reckless at times. But he's eighteen. This is his freshman year of college. um, And then Luke. Luke is is conservative and can be efficient. But I don't know that they're explosive enough for that. I don't know that that would have, like, that style of play would have maybe worked for Georgia last season because they were so great on defense. I don't – look, I think Ole Miss is pretty good on defense. I'm not prepared to say that they're Georgia because sure. they're not. um. What's what? What is your expect? If you, talk, if you what's the
0: over under on total defense for Ole Miss nationally in twenty twenty two? So last year fifty seven. It was higher than that, wasn't it? Because they or fifty nine. They they finished top sixty, which was okay. our over under. So it was like high fifty
1: somewhere in there. Forty five. Yeah. Forty to forty five, yeah, I think fair. is 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 realistic and would be have to be considered an achievement. Yeah. And if that's the case, you probably need to be in the same range offensively to get it done. Um potentially more run heavy next year. Oh, I think they're gonna be more run heavy for sure. Luke Luke is conservative, he's he's very accurate with the short stuff, but you have to be able to sometimes take the top off of a defense. You've you've and they tried some of that, they just weren't successful with it on, on Saturday. I'll say this. I, there will be people that will come to the Grove Bowl and will watch the Grove Bowl and good for you, have a great time, Looks like the weather's going to be awesome. I'm not going to put much stock into it. Not Brian that. said 51 last year. Is that right? Oh, that's higher than I thought. Okay. I thought there was there was a difference between scoring defense and total defense. Well, sure. Like, their scoring defense was actually pretty good. Their okay. total defense, I think, was yeah. more in the 60s or 70s. Like, they gave up yards. Yeah. But which, some of that is the system you play offensively.
0: Say, well, and, and, yeah, you run so many plays. So scoring
1: actually is more relevant, obviously, points are what matters. So that's the thing that I'm interested in, too, a little bit, is is if this is your quarterback play going into the season, do you have to think about slowing down? Can you go super fast if you're going to be quick off the field a lot and put that defense back out there and back out there and back out there? Especially when you're thin at linebacker. And they're thin at linebacker. Now they're banged up at linebackers. They we are.
0: But, we haven't seen Austin Keys. But they're thin.
1: So I don't know. I think if you're going to the Grove Bowl to just see the new guys and to celebrate football and to all of that, cool. I think if you're going to the Grove Bowl with a scout's eye to study, hey, what I I think you're going to I think you're going away either disappointed or kidding yourself one way or the other. Yeah. It will not be the thing to take everything from. Well, no, not if, if that's who your offense is, because now you're doing two things. One, I think your offense is going to be better than that, and two is your defense enjoying the fact that the offense isn't playing those guys. You might be over-inflating the defense. Defense has a lot. Defense enjoyed Saturday a lot more than the offense did, for sure. Well,
0: they've been more energetic they they've felt they've, themselves. Yeah, yeah. they're
1: offensively they didn't have a lot of energy even. I mean, but when you're not moving the football, and it's when offense. you don't have your dudes, Yeah. You like, of course. Go, okay. Fine. Yeah. The concern on offense, if there's one is just that the offensive line is very much a work in progress. It's a lot of guys like Mason Brooks said, it's a lot of guys that are playing new positions, playing different mm-hmm. spots together for the first time. I'm not sure that they're super thrilled with the depth up front. Mm hmm. I don't, I'd love That's to know. Sixth and seventh and eighth. Yeah, or even eight, nine, ten, you know. Yeah. Um. But the off season will matter, obviously, and August will be important. August is always more important mm. than April. Oh,
0: 100%. Podcast brought to you in part by Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com. Four flavors for you now the garlic herb butter, that is their newest creation. You can put that over pasta, rice, veggies, serve up some shrimp scampi, surf and turf, along with a uh, favorite steak. The Alfredo option that you can uh, pour over pasta, have a meal with it. And then the uh, the two simple seasonings, their signature, kind of a garlic flavor. Or leave this in a shrimp bowl for somebody who wants something a little more spicy. Remember, it's 10 minutes, freezer to plate, restaurant quality shrimp delivered straight to your door. PrimeShrimp.com and with code MPW, $20 off
1: your first order. Um, we're also brought to you by The Rogue. The Rogue at 4450 I-55 North in Jackson's the place to go to... Um, your destination for fine men's clothing. They're stylus hand-select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife. They've got the perfect something for everyone. All the name brands from um, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, and more. There at The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson, or therogue.com. Southern Traditions Farms, Summer Camps, uh, getting started here soon. May the 30th is uh, the first camp. Another one on June the 6th, June the 12th. June the 20th, Monday through Friday, camps 830 to 2 each day. Contact Susan Walt at 601-278-7563 uh, to learn more. We are uh, also brought to you by Corinth Dental. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen and Dr. Jenny Beth are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile, so call Corinth Dental today for a uh, no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile, 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by Bell & Grove, based out of Chattanooga, Daryl Oliver and Evan Dial built Bell & Grove. It's a logistics provider with more than 35 years of transportation industry experience. They specialize in domestic freight movement throughout the continental U.S. They can navigate through supply chain issues while also leaning on their partner carriers to get the most competitive rate possible for their customers. In addition, they can help customers design a custom solution for their shipping needs. So whether your business is in need of moving a truckload, a partial shipment, or a flatbed, Bell & Grove can accommodate you. They provide both air and ground expedited services for customers who need to move product quickly. For more information, call Daryl Oliver at 865-672-6557.
0: So okay, what exactly happened with Shea Patterson?
1: Oh, uh, he had like a fumble. He dropped the ball and they picked it up and ran it back and they benched him. They brought in Paxton. Is it Paxton Lynch? Is that his name? He is the former Memphis quarterback. If that's who you're speaking of, I don't brought know. him in, and then I think Patterson came back in later. Who's he play for? The Michigan, yeah, whatever that team is. And he apparently he did something at the line of scrimmage. He,
0: he was back in the game because he threw a hell mary on the last play. He was making
1: fun of Ohio or something with his signal call. Like, oh I, really? Yeah, I don't know. And then it didn't work out. It's like a lot of things that I think Shea and his people think will be cute, and it's not because it doesn't work like you can only be snarky and stuff if you can back it up like honestly yeah like Kyrie like when you play the way Kyrie played yesterday you can kind of do whatever the hell you want
0: yeah Patterson played the entire second half because Lynch had two possessions and apparently he was sacked to in the first one and do a pick on the next one they were having uh-huh. some having some
1: issues so you're telling me that let I me mean, let me see if I can get this right hold on I'm a little slow. Are you telling me that the USFL, which is an inferior league to the NFL, has a hard time finding quality quarterbacks? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I mean,
0: honestly, (laughs) he was okay.
1: I mean, yeah,
0: his stats for the game, 17 of 24, 192, 1 and
1: 0. Fine. Did uh, Jordan play? Tampa Bay Bandits? I mean, Find out. I I don't know. You're not glued to it? There's a lot of people out there. I noticed this in Twitter land. There are people out there, the football junkie who will watch any football. And I'm cool with that. That's good. Do your thing. I'm not, I don't know that I've ever been that much of a junkie that, like, spring football is laborious to me. It was said
0: in the stream earlier, I don't know who said it, so I apologize, but it's true that... The layoff and the absence of football makes us appreciate football more than it's going year around, year and around, year and around, year and around. Yeah. And what this shows you is we love football, but we don't necessarily have room for the extra Well, no, I mean like, like whatever. Yeah, I mean, we I, already
1: get a lot of football. Yeah, when September comes around, that first Saturday, you're excited. Right? It's football. When the first NFL Sunday rolls around, you're pumped. It's like, oh, the game's come on at noon. Here we go. Because there was like the
0: anticipation. Yeah. I don't know that I'm that way in April. I guess the,
1: the game is today. Tampa Bay? Yeah. They play the
0: Pittsburgh Maulers.
1: Okay. See, if it's Bucks steelers in September, I'm in.
0: It's but- not even the inferior of football that's the problem. It's just an extra league we don't care about.
1: There's no tie-ins. You don't care. Look, seasons matter. Yeah. Okay? Seasons matter. When it's 85 degrees in April, you're like, damn, it's hot. If it's 85 degrees in July, you're like, this is nice. Seasons matter. April is for – Not this. Not this. Major League Baseball, the NBA playoffs. That's what you're expecting from a golf. That's what you're expecting. The Masters in October went, I don't know. No, Yeah, you were like, I got the ball. I'm, I'm good. I don't need this. Absolutely. It's like when they play the World Cup this year in November or December or whatever, and it's because it's in Qatar. Yeah. Everybody's going to be like, ah, this is not. The World Cup's supposed to happen in the summer. You think even for that? Yeah. When it's once every four years. The World Cup is. If I played the Summer Olympics in January, are you watching? Well, we don't really watch the Winter Olympics anyway. No. If I did the Winter Olympics in July, you would be like even more discombobulated. You think so? Yes. So it's fine. I'm, I'm glad people went. I, I hope it works out. I'm cheering for it. I think it's cool. Like Birmingham embraced the hell out of it. And did they? That's just kind of becomes Birmingham's shtick, right? Is If, if it, there's football. If the football, if, if the ball is Because all the
0: games are being played there or something, right? Like mm-hmm. their conference?
1: I'm not sure. In their Yeah, You're now asking me questions. I, I don't know. Okay. The minutia of the league, but they've night. embraced it, so good for them. I'm not, I'm not anti USFL. I don't have. A, there's no agenda. There's no nothing. I just, it's not for me.
0: I prefer arena league because it was so different. Like at least it's like a shtick. Yeah, so sure. I go, okay, this is, this is entertaining
1: if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I've got major league baseball started up. Like
0: I used to watch some at arena league in like Memphis back in the day. It was fine. Yeah. The Pharaohs.
1: Sure. Isn't that right? I think that's right. Yeah. I had to cover that in mobile. Did you really? Yeah. And I drove the guy crazy. They're a little sports information person. I'm like, okay, what is that? What's that rule? And he couldn't tell me. And after a while, I'm like, I screw it. No one's reading this shit anyway. Yeah, all games are in Birmingham. Once I told myself that nobody's reading this anyway, I'm completely checked out at that point.
0: He just. You're literally, Marshall, I'm paid to be here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm
1: I'm, I'm only here for a reason.
0: John Rice had a big day in the spring game at UCF. Yeah. Yeah. I actually placed a couple passes that went
1: okay. I have no doubt whatsoever that John Rice will be a a quality group of five quarterbacks. I expect him to be the starting quarterback at UCF. And I expect he'll play well. Yeah. And there will be people who say, well, if he just would have stayed, nope. He doesn't have the arm – to win games against elite SEC teams, now he can beat mediocre SEC teams, but the whole "if only" nope, nope. You saw what happened. If you go back and look at his games against SEC opponents, you saw what you you know what you saw. He is going to have a fun, successful quality finish to his career. Yeah, I think he made a good decision yeah. for him, and I'm glad. And I hope it works out, and I hope he wins and has a great time. But yeah. none of that will change my opinion that he should have been Ole Miss's quarterback and stuff. Oh, right. Come on. Yeah.
0: All right, uh, we get Lane again tomorrow. Can't wait. He'll have plenty of interesting things to say for uh, for that. And then, again, Ole Miss playing Southeast Missouri tomorrow night. Um, Red Hawks, I believe. They, that sounds uh, right. Yeah, Redhawks.
1: They have a. Yeah, because Missouri State is the, the Bears. Wo- the Wolves, right? Are they the Bears? bears. The Bears. Yeah. yeah. Missouri it's, State's the Bears. Stephen Roberts sent me a Missouri State oh, really? volleyball.
0: Yeah, they were in Oxford a few years ago for a regional.
1: The it's bears. just the Bears. Yeah. Black and red, I think, are their colors. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. Hope all of y'all have a uh, wonderful day. Check RebelGrover.com in the meantime, and we'll be back again tomorrow.
1: Take care.